Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 27 of Fantasy Binge. I am your host, Tamara, and I'm sitting across from my amazing co-host. Tony James, the Fantasy Say. And you can listen to us on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also follow us at Fantasy Binge on Twitter and The Gram. And this is our Saturday show, so we're going to be going over injury reports, anything significant that you need to watch out for before tomorrow morning's games. We're going to be going over any major news that we've heard since Wednesday, and then we're going to finish up our position uh, must-plays and must-sits for wide receivers and tight ends. Uh, so let me uh, – we'll do a, a short, small recap mm-hmm. of Thursday's game. Um, it was all right game. All right game. First quarter was a little slow. And then First the, quarter the a Texans slow. turned it on. Um, they got the win by three points. The fumble – the fumble scene around the world that the refs didn't decide to go look at at the end of the game to determine – they said they can't determine whether we, whether or not there was a clean recovery, which is why they didn't look at it. Okay, okay. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But as far as fantasy goes, Jonathan Williams, you're welcome. Yeah, he, he, he produced. Yep, he showed up. Uh, Naeem Hines stayed in the role that we expected him to play in. Jordan Wilkins, I think he was on the field for like five plays. So Jonathan Williams was a guy, 26 for 140 and one. As long as Marlon Mack is out, now we've seen it. We know who the guy's going to be. Uh, Deshaun Watson, 298 and two. Will Fuller, seven for 140. So those of you who were holding on to hopes that um, Kenny Stills was going to remain the two in that offense, he had one catch mm-hmm. in the game. So now that Will Fuller is back. Cut Kenny Stills. There's no point in keeping him on your roster at this point. Now, it's likely that Will Fuller will get hurt again because that's kind of what Will Fuller does. If that's the case, Stills will be the guy, but he's definitely not a guy that's worth holding on to until that transpires. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, 6 for 94 and 2. Great game for DeAndre Hopkins. I happen to have both Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins playing against my co-host here in our couples therapy league. So that's a nice 43 fantasy points going into the weekend. Yeah, I mean, until the zeros click down on the clock, right? Hey, that's what they say. Uh, Texans take first place in the AFC South. So now their schedule for the rest of the season is pretty tough. So taper expectations for your Texans going into the fantasy football playoffs. It's a rough road. Isn't that one of your bets? Houston yes. to win. Houston to win the AFC Championship. Houston to win the Super Bowl. Ooh. Okay. Um, okay. So, but it, it, I, I bet it because it's long odds, not actually because I think it's going to happen. Right. So if it does, hey, great. <laughs> uh, okay. So that's the recap of Thursday night's game. Are you hearing any news other than cap news from around the water? <laughs> uh, no cap news. No cap news. Uh, well, actually, there is cap news. Uh-huh. A team has emerged as one of the front runners to land Colin Kaepernick, and it is Tampa Bay. Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, how does Mason feel about now, that? Now, that's the Rooney. Rooney is one of the pioneers of adding black players, adding black coaches. They call it the Rooney Rule where there has to be a certain amount of black coaches interviewed for head coaching positions and things like that. So he's one of those owners that's really on board uh, with with the fairness that is, you know, 
that's trying to be in, in, in indoctrinated into the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that actually makes sense that he would be one of the owners that could give Colin Kaepernick uh, a chance. I could see Mike Tomlin easily putting his arm around him and, and trotting him out there in front of the media and complete, completely supporting him and that organization completely supporting him. Um, that'd actually be a really good look. Now, what does that mean for Ben in the future? Who knows? But Ben's I getting secret, old. I secretly think Ben won't even be back after this season. Ben, he's, he's getting old, and he's been injured consistently for the last. He's had At foot problems. Now it's the elbow. It, we don't know. We haven't heard anything about Ben's recovery. Mm-mm. It's been silent. It's been straight crickets on that front all season he's long. He's probably not going to return just like Alex Smith is never going to return. Oh, he wants to so bad. Yeah, but Alex Smith, your leg I would love to see him. was amputated. Just so. one game. Um, so I didn't even have that written down, but you mentioned it. That's the latest on that. Uh, Miles Garrett's suspension was upheld yeah. by the NFL. Now, in his his appeal hearing, he says that Mason Rudolph called racial, him. There was some racial, racial slurs, slurs thrown around that were used. Uh, Mason Rudolph was fined fifty k, which for now, his role. Rudy Giuliani came out and said, "No, no racism, no racism, whatever." No, so it's so ridiculous. No, I know, but it's so <laughs> so ridiculous, right? Rudolph, and, Mason well, and Rudolph's then it's like, lawyer said that that is absolutely I think, I think, false. Here's what bugged me. The NFL has done its due diligence in, in trying to find any evidence that those words were uttered. How will you, you know? Right. Did you? It was in the you? middle of a play. <laughs> Neither one of them were mic'd up. And helmets were on. You There's no close-up shot enough where you could lip-read. Yeah. There's no way you're ever going, oh, we did our investigation and turned up nothing. Of course you turned up nothing. <laughs> I, it's just, I guess you have to release a statement like that. Um, so Miles Garrett, really what he wants is... I don't even know if he didn't want to be suspended for the rest of the season. I think more so they want a timeline. Right. This indefinitely thing. Like, the, uh, this is There's my career. no timeline. Right? And then there was an example that was presented at the hearing of Richie Incognito, mm-hmm. whose helmet got snatched off by a guy and then swung at him. Now the dude missed. Mm-hmm. Dude only got three games. They okay. used that so as kind six, of case study. Six because I made contact. Six because you made funny. contact. Sounds fair. It's really going to come down to what happens at the at the, the, the meetings at the end of the year with Roger Goodell and Miles Garrett, whether or not he feels like he feels remorseful. And then there's the guy that ultimately makes the decision. Goodell presents a recommendation to that guy. That guy ultimately is judge, jury, and executioner. So we'll see how that goes. But he's definitely going to be out for the remainder of this season. Um, Jalen Ramsey reaches out to Michael Vick. For assistance. In a dog fighting case <laughs> or charges that it might be brought up against. What are you reaching out to him for? How to stop Lamar Jackson. <laughs> he reached out on Twitter to Mike Vick and said, yo, any advice that you can offer us on how to stop a quarterback that plays like you? He's like, I ain't give you no advice, bro. Right. Y'all gonna have to figure that out. <laughs> Y'all have to figure that out. Nobody has me on a, stop, no one has me on a, a consulting contract for me to be giving out advice right. like that over Twitter. Right. Now, if somebody wants to go ahead and bring me into a coaching <laughs> meeting and have some real conversations, then we can talk I about it. I might be able to help you out, but, but that's gonna come then, for a fee. Yeah, until then, you know, I'll be over here with my dog. Now, what did I say the other day? I said... You say a lot of things all the time. I said it would be dope if Kaepernick... Because everybody was talking about how they couldn't find anybody on their roster 
that can duplicate what Lamar Jackson does in practice mm-hmm. so that they can practice against that caliber of player. I was mm-hmm. like, Cap should become a consultant for the league. Oh, yeah, you did say that. And travel around from team to team to be that dude in their practice to demonstrate this is what you're going to be up against. Okay. He can get paid for that. Yeah. It's an out-of-the-box way of why thinking. Don't, why does that not already happen? I don't, they just use a guy on their roster to try to... Run around you know, like to, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> basically, so, so our can defense to... can practice against this. If you don't have that dude, it's not going to work out very well. Mm. Um, Tom Brady. Yeah, I see all over the interwebs that uh, he's got an injury. elbow injury, similar to his cohort, co-part. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I was going to say somebody Ben, but I'll just leave my my person, <laughs> my personal views to myself. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. Not expected to keep him out of the game, but... It's definitely going to have an impact on his already suspect play. That's exactly what I was going to uh-huh. say. He's already looking suspect. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, I, this does not... I already think the Cowboys are going to win the game. I also think it's going to be extremely close. But if Tom Brady already being a shell of himself is even more a shell of himself, that defense is really going to have to step up to keep them in this game. Yeah. We'll see. All right. I took them. I took Cowboys plus six. So (laughs) go Cowboys. Um, That's all I had. There wasn't a lot of news. All right. Any uh, major injuries that we need to keep an eye out for? Um, Yeah. There's something I want to kind of make clear. If I say somebody's name on Thursday and I don't, or a Wednesday show, and they're not mentioned on Saturday show. It's because they're fine. It's because they're no longer on the injury room. Right. Right. So they're they're back at practice. It looks like everything's a go. Yep. So this is injury news as of this morning. Austin Hooper and Devontae Freeman are both ruled out for the game. Okay. Auden Tate is questionable. A.J. Green is out. Matthew Stafford is out, as we knew. Tyreek Hill and Damian Williams are both questionable. Adam Thielen is questionable. Uh, Philip Dorsett is questionable. Mohamed Sanu is questionable, but he's expected to go. Brady, as we just talked about, is expected to go, as well as Julian Edelman. Um, Evan Ingram has been ruled out for this game. Okay. Demarius Thomas is questionable. Nelson Aguilar, Alshon Jeffrey, and Jordan Howard are all considered questionable for the Eagles. Now, they promoted wide receiver Greg Ward from the practice squad this morning, mm. which means that one of those wide receivers, whether it be Jeffrey or Aguilar, right, is could not potentially be trending play. in the wrong yeah. direction. Um, so keep an eye on that tomorrow morning. James Conner and Juju Smith-Schuster have been ruled out. Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and Emmanuel Sandals are considered questionable. Now, they practiced on Friday, but they all were wearing non-contact jerseys. Okay, so basically we're just out here getting so a feel for it again. They're fragile. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robbie Gold and Matt Burita are doubtful. Delaney Walker is doubtful. And Chris Thompson and Adrian Peterson are both questionable. Vernon Davis has been placed on season-ending IR. His season was over six weeks ago. As soon as he got that concussion, he's never come back. He hasn't come back from it. So he's one of those older cats, too. Yeah, he needs to just go ahead and hang it up. I think it's time. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Not a lot of injuries. This show's about to be like 20 minutes. Maybe. Depends (laughs) on how quick you get through these uh, position. uh... All right, so here's what happened, guys. (laughs) I left my analysis on my desk at work. Didn't email it to myself. As you yell at me to do all the time yeah, when that happens to me. Yeah, and so I'm going to run down the names, but I don't have in front of me the defensive rankings that are associated. I, I can pull up the rankings for you. 
Um, okay, we'll cut that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to run down the wide receivers and tight ends that I like, and I'm going to run down the wide receivers and, uh, and tight ends that I don't, and then we're going to call it an episode. So for wide receivers that I would absolutely 110% start this week, I've got Odell Beckham Jr. versus okay. the Miami Dolphins, Jarvis Landry versus the Miami Dolphins, Jamison Crowder versus the Oakland Raiders. I'm not going to give my Raiders too much. Calvin Ridley versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and DK Metcalf versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, okay, I like that DK. I like that DK. I need him because somehow I forgot that I need to set a lineup for Thursday and Marlon Mack was in my lineup. Yeah, <sighs> What I know. league was that? It's uh, the Robot The Robot League? league? Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, wide receivers that I absolutely do not like this week. Amari Cooper versus the New England Patriots. Mm. Um, and and I'm gonna, coming off of a slight injury, yeah, too. I'm going to go ahead and add Randall Cobb to that list as well. Okay. I, I, th- that defense is just solid. What um, about Mike, uh, Michael Gallup, then? I don't like any of the Cowboys. Any, so none of their yeah, receivers. I don't okay. think there's anybody offensively that I would start in that game. Okay. On either side of the ball. But you said the Cowboys are going to win. Yeah, that doesn't mean they're going to score a bunch of points. Okay, that's fair. <clears throat> um, Golden Tate versus the Chicago Bears. Terry McLaurin versus the Detroit Lions. And Tyler Boyd against the Pittsburgh Steelers are absolute. Those four are absolute stayaways okay. this week. Um, at the tight end position, I really like Mark Andrews versus the Rams. Jalen Ramsey is going to be focused on Hollywood Hollywood Brown all game long. So um, I like I like Mark Andrews to get some love in the passing offense for uh, Baltimore. Uh, Ryan Griffin against the Oakland Raiders. Vance McDonald against the Cincinnati Bengals. And Darren Waller against the Jets. So that Jets-Raiders game, I like both tight ends in that game. Fire yes. them up. Uh, tight ends that I would absolutely stay far away from this week, TJ Hawkinson, Delaney Walker. And Delaney Walker's not going to go, so that would be Jonu Smith. If Delaney Walker doesn't play, still don't play Jonu. Don't play the tight end for, um, for Tennessee. And I do not like Jason Witten against the New England Patriots. Now, the tight ends for the night game, Green Bay against San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I'm on the fence. Um, if if Kittle plays, mm-hmm. I'd roll Kittle out there. But if right, if even it's, if he's coming in, a I'd, couple I'd still week play. Injury, I'd still play. Coming off a couple weeks, they're going to need him. Okay. Um, but I don't like Ross Dwele. So okay. if Kittle doesn't play, I don't like the backup tight end. I think he's going to be used as an additional blocker on the line, as opposed to actually being used in a passing game. Okay. Um, so I wouldn't play him on the Green Bay side of the ball. Green Bay's coming off a bye. Um, that San Francisco defense is ranked well, uh, but they they gave up a, a lot of passing yards to uh, Arizona. Well, not a lot. It was like 200-something passing yards to, to Kyler Murray last week, but this is Aaron Rodgers we're talking about here. That's, you're at least going to have to bump that up by a third. And my worry is that Jimmy Graham – will be targeted in the red zone. Mm-hmm. So even if he doesn't have a huge yardage game, if they're able It'll to move the like ball down into the 40 and a touchdown, and a touchdown mm-hmm. right? So he could still have some fantasy use 
in that way. Um, so you just got to kind of roll the dice on that game. I'm playing Jimmy Graham in the leagues where I have him. Okay. Um, if George Kittle goes, I'm playing him. If Kittle doesn't go, then I'm going to be looking for a tight end elsewhere. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. So hopefully you enjoyed the short uh, show this week. <laughs> it gives you all the information you need to make your final decisions for tomorrow. Um, if you find that you do need a little bit more of uh, myself and Tony James, the Fantasy Sage over there, uh, I'd like to throw out that we do have another totally separate podcast that has nothing, mm. absolutely nothing to do with football. Indeed. And it's pretty much just us talking about inappropriate things. This week's episode four of Pillow Talk with Tamara and Tony, uh, we have a couple of guests who are going to join us uh, to talk about us about dating in the 21st century yeah. and online dating. Yes, so yes. if you think you might be interested in something like that, hop on over to our other podcast. Again, it's available on all the same uh, platforms, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and uh, tune in. And again, that is Pillow Talk with Tamara and Tony. And with that, may the odds be forever in your favor. favor.